Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. All right, go, Kristen. Hello, and welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. We have Brother Panther with us today, and I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show. Hi. So, all right. First off, family update. Shara is doing very, very well. Um, yeah, she's doing very well. She's missed the last couple of, yeah, last couple of days of school, but those were for doctor's appointments, not because she didn't feel good. Aha. Uh, second, I wanted to do wanted to do a uh, let everybody know, and just so everybody knows, I'm not Josh, and I really did break my glasses. Check it out. Can they oh, see? Dear. I can't. I yes. can't. Can they see? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I really did break my glasses. That's not messing around. Ooh, but that's all right because they can balance on my nose, and I kind of feel I kind of feel like all sophisticated because it's like a monocle now. It rather is. That's what I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've always wanted to get a monocle, like a prescription monocle. That would be cool. Although my head would be like, ah. <laughs> Hi, Karma. What eye, would, what eye would you put it on, though? Oh, Is definitely the left eye. Oh, okay. My right eye is almost completely blind. You know, which, interestingly enough, uh, speaking of, of, of like I, you know, mending fences and healing bridges, my mother and I finally got to reconcile on that. And she finally got to see it's not that my, my right eye is basically just as bad as hers. And that's kind of mm-hmm. where she where where she thought, you know, that I was exaggerating about my eyes all these years. She finally got to see through my right eye and my right eye is almost completely blind. So that's what throws mm-hmm. off my vision completely. Right. If both eyes were as bad as were, were, were just as bad as this one, I'd be all right. I would I, I would be all right. I could paint. I could drive, you know. So yeah, now uh, that covers all the all the things that I feel like used on recently. Aha! Well, I, I felt bad because I finally woke up on time today, and then gut happened, and then glasses and all that good stuff. And really, I'm just wasting time, so I don't have to get to the point because it's a very unpleasant subject. So uh, first comments, ho 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 ho. Aha, I get to put it off for five more seconds. Right. Poe says, hello, feel better, doggone it. Shatlow <laughs> says, aloha. Natasha says, hello. Barbara says, hey, bro. Drax says, find a set of safety glasses to attach them to in the middle bridge and take the other arm off. That's what I did. It works pretty good. But finally almost needing a complete replacement on mine. Well, I, it, I'm getting new ones in a few days, so no worries. Luckily, it was time to get new glasses anyway. So, if there's ever a time for those of you who have to get new glasses occasionally, if there's ever a time to break your glasses, yeah. Right. I just went in and I'm I'm super <clears throat> super super naughty. I have not been in eight years. <coughs> and he's like, they held up for eight years. I said, yes, they did. <laughs> well, you're very careful. Now, didn't yeah. did, didn't your eyes get better when you went in? 
surprisingly, um, I used to say that I couldn't see one or 400 elephants 20 feet away because my vision was 2400 and now it's 2325. So this is better. Well, apparently I'm supposed to see better. I have no joke for this. I'm just envious. Mm. So, yeah, Shiloh says, yes, he's blind. I looked through his glasses. Yeah, Shiloh came to visit us, uh, brought us some uh, homemade honey. And wait, isn't all honey homemade? Homegrown <laughs> honey. Homegrown, yes. Home was, harvested. Yeah, it was very good. Thank you. And that helped us a great deal with uh, regards to you know, moving biomes. Whenever you move climates, uh, you have a, you run the risk of you know new allergens, um, mm -hmm. all, all that sort of thing. Best thing in the world is some fresh homegrown honey. Mm -hmm. And I wish I knew the biology here, but I don't. There's something about the honey that, that, that makes your immune system do cool things. Right. And I, I don't know the biology there. So. Santiago says, I like this guy. He always talks about interesting topics in general. Why, thank you, Santiago. I love you too, bro. Share the show. So Enjoy the audience group. Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 Enjoy sorry. the audience group. What? Join the Lions Pride audience group. Oh. Uh, Is my mic okay? Yeah, you just got to slow down a little bit. You. It, it, oh, you sorry. I was excited. No, it's okay. I was excited. It happens. Yeah, Drake, local honey. Exactly. Barbara says, I know glasses are so fragile. Yeah, I don't even know how they broke. It's just the arm just like came off. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, doopy doopy doo, flop. What? I've had that happen too. Well, I don't know how it happened, but it did. Well, I go to a certain place that does two pairs, mm. and that's why. <laughs> yeah, right there. I'm, I, unfortunately, I'm usually usually can't can't do those because these have to be custom made out of custom materials, like on mm -hmm. Mars or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I bet the. Uh... The uh, shipping takes a long time if they have to come from Mars. Well, it seems like it. Now, my my mom my mom knows what the the, the special kind of these aren't glass or plastic. It's like a polycarbonate. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure okay, if right. it could like shapeshift and hunt John Connor. Yeah. What they don't know is that it's actually really fast. They just have to wake up the strong man to throw the glasses. Oh, gotcha. That I love the world scary. you guys live. No, I love the world you guys live in. <laughs> so creative. Drax says it's made from local flowers, pollen. Oh yeah, a local honey. Yes, therefore acts as kind of like a vaccine against those allergens. That's Fair where enough. I went to, but I hate that word vaccine right now. So yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a sticky subject right now. <laughs> no, pretty, pretty. I'm, I'm fairly certain that what they're doing with the uh, the COVID vaccine. I'm not saying it works or doesn't work. I'm not saying take it or don't take it. Always, as always, we are not medical professionals. Talk to your doctor. But the fact that it's not really a vaccine, I think that, uh, and again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing or a good thing, but it's not really a vaccine. So if, I, if the vision is correct, one of the things that they're going to be doing is utilize the uh, side effects from the COVID vaccine as a, as a reason to get people afraid of regular vaccines. So 
too late. I'm already there. <laughs> now there's no reason to be afraid of vaccines. Be afraid of the production facilities. That that's the that's the trick. Well, quite honestly, I'm allergic to so many things that they put in vaccines that it's not a good thing for me. Yeah. And believe me, the medical doctors are like, how are you still here? I'm like, because I stay away from doctors. Jack summed it up perfectly with properly made vaccines are awesome stuff. Look at polio. Yes. Right. Yeah. The thing is, is all the other additives don't need to be there, you know, for the vaccines to work. I don't know. I honestly don't know why they do that, you know. I don't either. If it was just a pure, you know, we need this and we're going to grow it in an ethical manner and not use <clears throat> tissue from 1960s is all I'm going to say about that, then yeah, I would do it. But no, no, thank you. My polite Pleiadian sister, no, thank you. Well, I love vaccine tech. But that's probably because I understand it. It's the, uh, again, it's the facilities, you know, I, I won't, I will not have vaccinate, vaccinate vaccines from certain companies, which I don't dare name because then Pfizer will hunt me down and put a cross up my butt. And well, then light I am, it on fire. I'm one of the last recipients of the smallpox vaccine. Mm-hmm. My husband and my husband don't have the mark that I do. So. Oh, you mean like the little, the cool little like like robo scar where they used to plug you into the matrix yeah gotcha yeah so i was one of the i think i was the last class so track says sometimes it's the stuff they have to suspend it in in order to make it work that's the thing they never need to suspend it in anything to make it work you know the polio vaccine was basically uv exposed polio with saline so Mm -hmm. They don't need that. They don't need that stuff. Maybe it's preservative. Maybe it's something for shipping. I'm not saying all the LV extra additives are bad things. I'm just saying I don't mm-hmm. understand it. And it's always very important to not leap to hating things you don't understand. That's where education comes in. You see. Mm-hmm. So I will. T- I will hey, bet Dennis. my wonderful immune system against their nasty diseases any day. Well, you have cheat codes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we've stalled long enough. We have to talk about uh, current events. Um, so, now, there's going to be a lot of people that expect me to stay politically neutral on the uh, Jerusalem situation right now. That's not going to happen. Um, number one, I'm Jewish. Number two, there's a very, very, very clear aggressor here, and it's not Israel. You know, Now, you can't, I, I, I'm not so far, I'm not a Zionist, okay? I want to make that very clear. I'm not a Zionist. It, when Israel is the aggressor, I'm the first one to call him out. And we make a big joke on another show about, ah, that's jihad, that's jihad number five, because the set's complete. You know, we make a big joke on it, uh, about it on the show. It's, it's, I am not a Zionist. This time, though, mm-mm. no. Basically, this was a, the, the, what's happening right now is the Middle East is, uh, is going bonkers because they can. Now I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to stay politically neutral in this one. Joe Biden is weak when it comes to when it comes to uh, having to having to put down the bullies. Shall we say, you know? And the throughput of the initial attacks um, on 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 Israel is that if they didn't have a multi-hundred of billion dollar system provided them by the United States of America, then a lot more than two civilians would have been dead. 
Now, if you don't if you don't know what I'm talking about, I want you to look into the Iron Dome defense system. Okay, and that's why out of 400 plus rockets shot into into Jerusalem at random, only two civilians were killed. Okay. Four hundred. Yeah, four hundred wow. plus. Palestine shot four hundred plus rockets in at random locations at uh, into into Jerusalem. Um, one does not need my military mind to see what would have happened. I mean, it, it it's actually really really easy to see that some of them were targeted hospitals and schools and and uh, residential areas. Uh, at random means there was no like centralized target but everybody that fired a rocket was aiming at something I just looked it up it's badass it's like something out of uh, Evangelion yeah yeah actually I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion take a what take a watch it's a it's an anime it's 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 pretty cool so Jack says need education understanding agreed Never, never, never be against something just because you don't understand it. You know. Barbara said the only vaccine I trusted was Moderna. I didn't have side effects, but I agree with you. Got to be careful. What got me was even vaccinated people have died. That's scary. That is true, but that doesn't necessarily mean those are vaccine-related deaths. That's a very, very important distinction that we have to make. You know. I read this morning fifty thousand deaths in the UK. Um, related COVID-related uh, vaccine injuries, and five thousand here in the United States so far. I hadn't read the numbers yet. That's that's kind of chilling. It is scary. Now I am all for. I am all for if they if it if it truly was a vaccine and it truly would provide us with you know being able to get back to our life again. Then I would be for it. And and. I, I'm just very suspicious. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Well, suspicion is good. Skepticism is good. You know, paranoia is not. <clears throat> and we haven't crossed the paranoia point yet because this is a completely untested medical thing. It didn't right. go through any of the uh, tests that they're, that they're supposed to go through. So skepticism is good. Paranoia mm -hmm. is not. Right. But also you're not allowed to sue if there are any dangerous side effects, which is also scary. Yeah. Well, that goes back into the uh, into the vaccine debate that I was getting infamous for before the uh, pandemic even started. There's the you see the pro vaxxers and the anti vaxxers, but both of them dislike me because I'm right there in the middle saying education. You know? Education. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Jason says or Barbara says, shouldn't the United States get involved? I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't. And okay, keep on. My opinion on this one is as an outsider, right? The politics here are very, very, very complicated, and the question one has to ask themselves is this: Is the United is the United States' interest in Israel driven by altruism, commerce, or religion? If it's driven by religion, then okay, let's get involved. If it's driven by commerce, then yeah, we should get involved. If it's if it's driven by the other things, then no, absolutely not. The thing is, there's been there, there there has been people don't 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 understand. Okay, in in the Bible, when it when when Yahweh leads the uh, the is well, is there not Israelites yet? But 
the Hebrews, there we go. When Yahweh delivers the Hebrews from Egypt into the land of milk and honey, it is the land of milk and honey, not the land of razor, razor sharp bones and, 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 and broken glass and miles and miles of, de of, of, of wasteland. That area, not too long ago, was very, very, very lush and full of life. It was the cradle of life. Too much blood has been spilled. So, from the visitor perspective, all the humans need to get the f out of that area and let the land heal. But we don't exactly know the whole situation down here. So, right. my, my opinion is uninformed at best. We don't have enough information to make a, a hypothesis, an educated right. guess. So, it is just opinion right now. <clears throat> David says the it's the U.S. who funded and developed the Iron Dome. That's what I said. Provided by the United States. Did I, did I not say that? I don't you remember. Said, you said something about looking into the defense of the Iron Dome, but I don't recall you saying it was provided by the U.S. Oh, well. Maybe you intended to. That's why we have instant do. replay. Yeah. Hey, Ray. Ray, Ray. What you need to do is like in the YouTube version, I want you to go back. And if I actually said it, then like right here, go three hundred billion dollar system provided then by the United States of America. <laughs> and if I didn't have me say something else in slow motion at the bottom, Dad not saying the thing he said he said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the Iron Dome was was uh, I believe a gift from the United States of America. I believe it was a gift. I, I could be wrong. I, what I do know is that, is that it's basically a sci-fi defense tech provided by the United States of America. So, no, I honestly, guys, I probably didn't. I probably meant to say it, but forgot. So, it, um, I'm fact checking. Um, it was developed by an Israeli man, but it was funded by the U.S. Jen says. There was seven years, seven years of peace, and now the Big Brother is going home. So now what we're going to get is seven years of war. Let 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 the prophecy get it on. I agree. Yeah. And Jen says, "I thought everyone in that area was against Israel. Why are they the ones starting shit?" Um. Sometimes Israel is starting shit. Like I said, I'm not a Zionist. I'm not one of those people that's going to sit sit here and say Israel is doing. You know, the, the well, they're always right. You know, but like, for example, Gal Gadot is, is, is getting flack right now for, for, for basically saying, I hope everyone can find a way to find peace. So, yeah, I'm going to stand with, I'm going to stand with, you know, my tribal sister. It, yeah. Yeah. I hope everyone finds peace. Everybody's brothers. Now, granted, again, I think all the humans should move out and the reconstruction on the land should begin. But I'm a visitor. What do I know? I also believe that you, that balls of yarn and mice should be provided for everybody. A bird for every stove. Definitely me. And a goldfish for everybody. I love birds. Yes. But I won't eat mine. I'll save it in a little cage. That's okay. I'll eat his. I go to the singing birds in uh, 10th Kingdom. It's been so long since I last saw that. I don't remember singing birds. I remember, I remember the Rapunzel scene in in mm -hmm. the Ted's Kingdom, and the uh, town with the sheep arc. Yep. That's about it. 
Well, I own it. So next time I come visit, well, I'll bring that one with. Cool. Okay. So getting back to the point. Um, but like, I, as I was saying, this time, though, Israel didn't start this one. You know, it's a matter of, uh, I mean, Hamas admitted that they started it. They're like, yeah, we did it. They're proud that they started it. So, no, this one isn't Israel. This one is Hamas. So it's really important to not generalize these things. It's not, I'm not, notice, I'm not saying Palestine or Pakistan or whatever the country right next to this. I can't remember the name. Um, Palestine. Yeah, I'm not saying it was Palestine. You know, that's why I don't really necessarily agree with, uh, with with Israel striking back in the way they did. You know, it's really important to not generalize. These generalizations are why these 10,000-year-old grudge matches are going on, you know. Well, I read somewhere it was about evictions to start with, and then it just went crazy. Um, that's what I read, too, in the, in the uh, tabloids. I... There's, there's something fishy about that, and I don't know what it is. There's right. just something fishy. I, I understand that it started with the evictions and the COVID. We we, we covered that, you know, when, you know, as it was happening. Um, how that leads to rocket strikes between Palestine and Israel, I have no idea. Right. You know, Palestine some, and Israel. Sorry. Go ahead, Ray. Uh, they're probably just looking for any and every excuse to tear out each other's throats. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't make such flippant statements like that if I were you, son. The situation is incredibly complicated, and generalizing like that really, you know, that that's kind of like saying World War II happened because the Nazis ran out of black because the Nazis ran out of black fabric. I mean, sorry. No, it's okay. You don't understand. You know. I think. What Ray said, though, is what a lot of people think, and and without looking into it deeply, it, it would be easy to see why he would come up with that. That's why I'm not admonishing him. I'm just saying I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I, you know, if you're interested, look deeper. Don't don't write it off as something generic. You see what I mean? Ray. Oh, he walked away. There he is. Sorry, I had to blow my nose. That's okay. Sorry. Let's see. So yeah, like I said, the, this one, it, Israel didn't start this one. They, they, they you know, How the news are saying it began and how it actually began, who knows? Uh, and a lot of people, you know, you, you may be right. It, it may be a matter of the, both of two political factions looking for excuses to, to harm each other. You know, that may be, but the point is, we ain't there. We don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, for all we know, like somebody's, like some, uh, like high up dude's kid was like assassinated or something, you know, I mean, we don't know. So Jen says tribal lands, if you go back far enough, exactly. And that, that that's kind of my point is this, this is literally a multi-thousand-year-old grudge over nobody remembers what. You know, now again, it's way more complicated than that. It's 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 like here 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 in America we have a, a bit of uh, folklore, the Hetfields and the McCoys. Does oh, that yeah. sound familiar? Oh yeah. Uh, Kristen, what a you, bit of a grudge there, huh? Could you tell the story, please? Hmm. 
Once upon a time, there were two families that had a grudge that lasted forever. And I actually watch a special on it. And to this moment, I can't figure out what happened other than somebody disrespected somebody else and it led to a grudge and then it led to a feud and then it led to constant fighting. Yeah. The thing is, it takes one person to back off and take it on the chin for it to stop. Right. And that's when the when you get these, you know, hundreds of year long grudges, like a really another really good example is the North versus South, you know, Protestant versus Catholic in Ireland. You know, the <laughs> trouble, though, that bit is still going not as bad as it used to, yeah, but it's still there. The same kind of thing. Nobody knows how it started. All that all that matters is that it has to stop now. But whoever stops first is going to take a few in the kisser. So, you know, what do you do? Yeah, you know, I, I don't have an answer. I mean, I know what my answer would be, but humans don't regrow tendons. <laughs> Jen says Shakespeare wrote a story along these lines called Romeo and Juliet. Bingo, uh, bingo, Jen. Um, for bingo for Jen, I was literally just trying to work out. I do not bite my thumb at you, so nevertheless, I do my bite my thumb. I was just trying to work that in there somehow. For those of you who don't know your Shakespeare, like me, I only know it because I played Romeo in high school. Um, <laughs> you do know that that's like the worst cussing that you could possibly do from the time is biting a thumb, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's an old Italian thing. But that okay. that's the whole point of it is, oh, basically, dude A walks past dude B, dude B goes, Argh. and did you just bite your thumb at me? No. I was watching you bite your thumb. You bit your thumb at somebody. No, no, it must be somebody else. You know, those kind of little stupid provocations lead into, you know, Mercutio getting stabbed. So the, you know, it's not as simple as like, like when we're young, we think, well, why don't we everybody just stop fighting? It's not that simple. Whoever mm -hmm. stops first gets hit hardest. Sad fact. So what do you and do? And we don't want to appear weak. Well, yeah, because if you appear weak, then it's blood in the water. It's, 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 it, there's a whole thing here that it, it takes a bit of getting used to this planet to understand and then you realize this aspect is pretty much universal if you show weakness predators come so that's why nobody turned down fighting in world war one pretty much now the thing is is there's always ways past this and this is what this is one of the one of the things that i think uh christian's people are here to do is teach you is, is teach humans the finer points of diplomacy there are ways to back out of conflicts without swinging back you know without taking it on the chin too and, and the the solution is surprising it's called a shield mm -hmm. the point is it, with that with with that analogy is is Not to be insulting, but bird lizard diplomacy really isn't all that. It's not that difficult to learn. He said, well, never being able to learn it. <clears throat> but, you know, pay no attention to that. Hey. I think Roddenberry did very well when he kind of used the analogy of a Vulcan with, with yes. the aliens. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. The point is, is that is it diplomatic solutions are not difficult they're just not normal. 
you got to think out of the box, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, Jen says, all eyes, no sight, mountain of mad flesh, lump of foul deformity. Well, that's making me immediately think of my uh, vision of Mammon, but whatever. That was kind of creepy. Kind of mm -hmm. Clive Barker-esque. Mm -hmm. uh, given that her last uh, comment was Shakespeare-related, I'm really hoping that was like a Shakespeare insult from like Hamlet or something. Maybe Macbeth. Mm. Your mom he needs more that. information. Yeah. Drax says, I've almost never had to have fisticuffs for that reason. Diplomacy works. It does. It does. Yeah. The trouble is when people want to fight, which is sadly more often than you'd think. You know, like the Hetfields and McCoys. Once it got to a certain point, they wanted to fight. Or mm -hmm. the Romeo and Juliet, the Montagues, and the Capulets. Yeah. I was so hoping you'd say Hathaways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a head itches. I can't figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she says those were all Shakespeare. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I don't know my Shakespeare. So. Christy! Sith! Did I say Sith? Sith. I don't know. With Christy, both apply. <laughs> you better take that back or she's going to... Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> she can shoot purple lightning out her eyes at me. It'll just prove my point. Duck! <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like I said, it, it, you know, it's it's not going to. We're not going to be politically neutral on that one. Um, we're also, yeah, again, not Zionists. Not going to defend Israel no matter what. But this is a very, very, very clear, clear aggressor situation. Well, just to give a little history, in 1968, the United States was responsible for restoring Israel to that area uh, against the Palestinians. Right. So, hey, at no point did I say that, that that some Palestinians don't have a right to be angry, mm -hmm. but this is kind of one of those situations that that it wasn't just the Palestinians. Many tribes had to cede land to Israel, and I I can understand their anger about that. I can, mm -hmm. you know, but it's the whole it, the, the tribalism surrounding that has 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 gone so crazy. Now, if we had a Palestinian, you know, national on the, on the show, he would be, this person would be probably be, be, be full of atrocities that the Israelis have done. Not going to lie. There have been, there have been atrocities on both sides, but that's kind of my point. All this fighting over what? Everything that was holy about that land was covered in blood and salt years ago. Mm-hmm. I've said many times, I have something to say to the Middle East, and I don't expect to survive it. Jen says, 400 missiles angry, though. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, if it wasn't for the Iron Dome, the, uh, <clears throat> the loss of civilian life would have been... Substantially higher. Music. Hmm. 
Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, like I said, it's it's bad. Now this relates to I I, be, I believe I have come to believe for a variety of personal reasons that this relates to the uh, seals and the vials. And uh, let's cut to commercial, and then when we come back, you want to talk about seals and vials? Yeah. Okay. Now, unfortunately, we're going to have to use biblical um, stuff exclusively because these are the prophecies of a specific tribe that applies to right now. The Vedic's got nothing for this, neither do the Lakota. So, you know, so those of you who are looking for balanced representation of religion, you're not going to find it right now. And I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. We'll be right back. If you enjoy our work and wish to contribute, the best support you can give is to hit that like button and share the show with your friends. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash the Lion's Pride. Follow Cassidy at www.facebook.com slash when the lion speaks to receive daily updates and live notifications. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as the community allows. Now, back to the show. Well, it certainly seems that way. But then again, and this is going to seem insulting, but when when observing humans through the lens of chimpanzee behavior, it all starts to make sense. Uh, And I don't mean that for to be insulting. Everybody loves chimpanzees. Chimpanzees are cute. They're awesome. You know? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, which religion, Cassidy? Uh, uh, spe- specifically speaking, um, uh, Abrahamic. So, yeah, they, basically the, the Quran has a few things to say about, about these kinds of situations as well, but I don't think either of us have those memorized. So if we had a, if we had someone who represented, who represented uh, Islam on the show, it would be a good time for them to talk. But unfortunately, uh, I can go into what it says in the Torah, but the Torah doesn't have any prophecies for this. It just has a sort of, uh, like a manual for when this happens. You know what I mean? So, unfortunately the only frame of reference we have for this phase that's happening right now is what we can personally sense and see, and biblical prophecy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jen, you have a Quran. If you can look up anything pertaining to this, like uh, what, what what the Quran says about the uh, final about the end times prophecy, that would be great. Um, yeah. All right, Raymond says, "Haha." Nah, it's okay. You spell it's okay to spell it wrong. There's lots of different spellings. Okie dokie. So now. We've been talking about seals a lot lately, and uh, their their various forms and function. And basically, the, uh, to sum up, the purpose of a seal is to hold back energy, whether this is the energy of memory or like like raw divine power, you know, whatever. Okay, the purpose of a seal is to lock something away for 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 a variety of reasons. Now, it is the purpose of the. What the Christian the Christians call them the four living creatures, but I think we can all, uh, I think we can all 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 mark as red that they're talking about, you know, EBEs, extraterrestrials, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's why the Bible refers to them as living creatures. You know, they're 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 alive. They're biologicals that also serve the same force we do. You know, they, that's that's why they're called that. Otherwise, they'd be called angels or cherubs or those dirty bastards over there. You know. And instead, they're called the living creatures. What was that? Or my sons and daughters. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. something like that. Instead, basically, the word living creature is used to illustrate the fact that they are alive, they are biological, but they are not from here. Now, whatever that may mean, I don't know. The, alien, the, the UFO crowd's like, that means they came down in spaceships. Okay, maybe. I didn't. So. Uh, Poe says, I like how it sounded like it has Emmanuel for these situations. Just interesting, momentary mishearing. Fair enough. All right, so please begin. The seals, the vials. Well, the vials, we've already talked about the seals, so let's talk about the vials. In Revelation 16, 1, it talks about the vials. And the first vial, uh, first angel pours out is horrible malignant sores on the body. And the second one is upon the oceans. The oceans become like watery blood of a dead man, and everything in the ocean dies. The third one is on the rivers and the springs, and they became like blood. The fourth is on the sun, causing it to scorch all men with its fire. Everyone was burned by this blast of heat. Now the fifth angel. The fifth angel pours out his vial upon the throne of the seat of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. And I'm going to pause a minute here because if you really think about that darkness, if it's a literal loss of light, then all the grids are failing. If the grids are failing, then the environmental issues come into play. And all of that would combine into like this noxious darkness that would be nearly impossible to see through, drive a car through, operate a computer, a phone, anything. And there wouldn't be any TV news or, or anything, radio broadcast, nothing. It would be total silence. So yeah. that fifth angel one really scares me. Well, there's a, the funny thing is, is and uh, David Nash brings up a good point that, that fits in here. He says, everyone picks out what they want to believe in biblical prophecy. And he goes on for quite a while, but he, he's right. And people interpret these things. They, they can be extremely vague. <clears throat> the study of prophecy, that's why it's a whole study by itself. Right there, right. you know, right. especially right. if you're taking it responsibly. Now, if you're in the business of bending a prophecy to make you mean what it, what you want it to mean, it's all out the window. Go ahead, Kristen. So sorry, I had to decline a call. What did you no. say? Oh, I was just saying this is why the study of prophecy is a whole thing, and you know, mm -hmm. but you have, but that only applies when you're studying it responsibly, not when you're trying to bend prophecies to make it to make it what you want. Yeah. No. And that's certainly not what we're trying to do. We're just right. educating. So the sixth angel. Well, let's focus on that, on, the, on, that, on that first vial. The first vial. Of, we're still talking about that. The first vial would be the, seven, the horrible malignant source. We were on the fifth. Oops. <laughs> that's okay. Was I talking too fast again? Sorry. No, my, my mind was, was, was shaking a rag around. Okay. The sixth angel poured out his vial on the river Euphrates, and it dried up so that the kings could march their armies westward without hindrance. And they saw three evil spirits disguised as frogs leap from the mouth of the dragon, um, the creature, the false prophet, and the mouth of the beast. These miracle-working demons spoke with rulers of the world to gather them to fight against the Lord ju on Judgment Day. Pause. 
right there is one of the is one of the uh, <clears throat> the one of the things that the, the the our detractors are using to say that we're actually demons. This is one of the reasons, and and speaking specifically only by biblical prophecy, yeah, you could kind of twist shit and make it make that about us. But let me ask you a question: What world leaders you see Cassidy talking to? Please continue, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it said that, uh, okay, we'll fight against the Lord on Judgment Day. And then it says, I will come unexpectedly as a thief in the night. Blessed are those who are ready. So then all the armies gather at Megiddo. It says the mountain of Megiddo. Uh, yeah, this is this is where different interpretations become mm-hmm. uh, very important because some some Bibles say Megiddo Plain. Right. You see, the plains of Megiddo is what I heard, but this yeah. actually said mountain. So I was like, okay. Uh, seventh angel poured out his vial in the air, and a mighty shout came from the throne of the temple in heaven, saying, "It is finished." Then thunder crashed and rolled, and lightning flashed, and there was a great earthquake of a magnitude unprecedented in human history. Uh, Jerusalem split into three sections. Cities around the world fell into heaps of rubble. And so all of Babylon's sins were remembered in God's thoughts. Hailstones of a hundred pounds fell from the sky. And then we get into Revelation 17, which is the horror of Babylon. Yeah, let's, let's, let's stop right there. <clears throat> stop right there. The thing is, the, the the section that I want to that, that I want to discuss, you keep you keep not saying it, and I'm wondering if there's if there was a a, a Mandela shift. There's a there's, idea. well, it in Revelations it talks specifically about the job of each of the four living creatures, and I could have just either way. The point is, the book of Revelations explains what we're here to do and what's about to happen. You know, the thing is, is it now, David's right, and a lot of the skeptics are right. The problem with with uh, all prophecies and and especially biblical, is they're written in such a way that they can mean whatever the hell you want them to mean. Okay, so here's where we segue to basically what I've been seeing in hyperspace people have been asking me this i've been trying to gather my thoughts it's really 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 difficult to put hyperspace into words very 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 difficult so first things first what first got me actually taking revelation seriously see i figured originally that no that that if the book of revelations was was true it wouldn't happen for a few more generations because everybody's looking for it you know so it, it what's got me starting to seriously t- pay attention to revelations as a as a possibility that what that bronze age savage saw during a dmt trip might actually be happening that's a joke for you skeptics out there um <clears throat> is the emergence of a hyperdimensional construct it basically made of spheres and squares spheres and cubes not squares cubes squares is okay square is two-dimensional cube is cube so what this thing looks like if i were to describe it without 
without relying on on biblical or rabbinical or any of that crap what i would say is it looks like a a, a giant borg cube with a sphere in the center of each face you know but instead of being you know like all nasty and metally and oily the cube part looks like gold filigree like impossibly complex runes and writing and whatnot on the round all around it that works with the geometry of these spheres and these spheres are like they're moving in and out of a whole like okay like if this is the face here the spheres are moving in back and forth like this okay i think you're talking about revelations four i'm not talking about revelations anything i'm talking about the thing i'm looking at that's been coming into focus since about 2015 okay now here's the thing the resemblance to new jerusalem is impossible to ignore <laughs> so uh, go ahead and, and and read the part you thought i was talking about because the similarities um, and before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind oh, and, that the first part. Beast, and the first beast was like a lion the second beast was like a calf. The third beast had a face of a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four yeah. beasts had them, each wings about them, and they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, holy, Lord God Almighty, which was, is, and is to come. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. That's them. And See, that's, that's, why we, that's why we're, your, your Bible says beasts. The one I grew mm -hmm. up with says living creatures. Okay. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying, Thou art worthy, Lord. Yeah. Is that what you were talking about? Yes, ma'am. Each of the four beasts has a, has a bowl or a vial. I'm not sure what your version says. In my version it says his bowl, but... <clears throat> Yeah, each of the four beasts has a job to do. So anyway, uh, Christy says, the bear, the eagle, and the dragon are Russia, USA, China. The New Jerusalem is the USA, which is Leviathan and Thothian lineages. The black cubes are here for the harvest. Um, no, not even the, the, the New Jerusalem. I, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you about the the symbolism, but the New Jerusalem. There's no way in pot. There's absolutely no way the new jerusalem can be the united states because the new jerusalem is a literal vessel that's given actual dimensions like actual you know like inches you know all that stuff it, the new jerusalem is not a metaphor although whatever the hell whatever this is whatever it is is what they identified as new jerusalem now, the problem where, where that intersects with my people is that in the 1993 arrival, they assumed that our ship, that our, our flo not our ship, I'm sorry, our flotilla was the New Jerusalem ship. And it's like, no, <laughs> not even remotely. Now, the black cubes are here for the harvest. Um, not sure what you're talking about. Are you talking about the, uh, are you talking about the, the shape of the force field they make when they go toward the sun's corona? Because the one, the, the kute are here for harvesting. Oh, yeah, yes, please send me what I'm talking about. Send me what you're talking about. I thought you cleared up the black cubes, because for a split second, I was thought I was thinking 2020 was bad. We don't need Lovecraftian Borgs coming. 
All right. Oh now, my gosh, yeah. If you all right, anybody can do this, you can do it yourself. Um, it's very, very, very frequent. NASA has a couple of, uh, of uh, satellites set up equidistant around the sun so they can monitor the sun. Very, very regularly, vessels come out of hyperspace and refuel. Vessels have been spotted coming out from the solar system and approaching, absorbing matter and then run away. They have also been absorbed. They've also been observed coming out of the center of the sun itself, which is where, which is one of the reasons why a lot of people, you know, believe that the sun itself is a portal. And you're right. So, <clears throat> the question is, a portal to what? Now, the, the, depending on the technology being used, the shields that that protect the occupants of these crafts will appear as a cube or a sphere. I've never seen it as a cylinder, and I don't think the geometries work in a cylinder. But possible. Black cubes, Doctor Who. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Christopher says the cubes are the insectoids. Um, I kind of figured. I kind of figured uh, you and, and yeah, the insectoids. We are, we also. You could I refer to them as kute. That's not what they call themselves. All right. Now the kute technology utilizes a lot of geometry, so I could see their their force fields appearing as cubes. I could imagine it rather. I'm not saying I can see it. I got to be careful. So. Oh man, I dropped my falsy. There we go. I'm looking at the images of the black yeah, cubes. Yeah, there you go, Karma. Sorry. Well, like I said, there's cubes, there's spheres, there's radical different numbers of sizes, and they, 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 it, it all works together. It will all make sense soon. Disclosure is almost here. So, but yeah, they, they, I I wouldn't go so far as to say that all the cubes are kute, because again, it all depends on how on on the equations in physics and whatnot that your various shields are using. You know, some are going to appear as spheres, some are going to appear as, cu as cubes or other geometric spaces. So it really all depends. Like, for example, the Arcturians and the Pleiadians both use, I don't even know what you'd call it. There's, there's only one representation I've ever seen, and that's in, in a science fiction, and that was in Warhammer 40K. They don't shield. They just shunt. Do you see what I mean? So it, 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 in their case, it, it appears as, as a sphere within a sun's corona. Because it's all centered around a singularity. See? Or am I going too fast? Too fast, too slow? Are you asking me? Yeah. Uh, well, I was raised out of town, so it's it's not a puzzle for me. I right. think of it as connecting light. Uh, Christopher, I, I, I appreciate your point of view, but no, the Kute aren't from higher dimension. They're, they're biologicals just like here. They do have genetic cases which reach into higher dimensions, but that's not terribly different from humans. Like you're in your, within your own tribes, you have shamans, you have psychics, you have certain people which are pre genetically predisposed towards reaching into higher and lower dimensions. That doesn't mean that all humans can't do it. You know, it's within, if you know you have a name, you can do it. <clears throat> so with the Kute, they, they, they're, they're, they don't born, they're not born by accident. They they engineer uh, their 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 offspring. It, that makes it sound like they have like a doctor with oh this is going to be this and it's going to be that. Think of like ants. It's like an instinctive process. You know the queen lays so many male eggs and so many this and so many that, and and that quota changes as the colony grows. Same thing with Kute. So they have a, they have a genetic case which reach into higher and lower dimensions. 
but they are themselves not higher and lower dimensional beings. So, Jen says, so far the Quran says some cows are to eat and some are to ride. So I'm going to die trying to ride an effing cow. Awesome! That's more dangerous <laughs> than it seems. Oh my goodness, that is dangerous. So, Shadow says resistance is futile, LMAO. Well, I hate to say it, but Picard proves, yeah, everything's fine. Just somebody brought up the idea of rideable cows. So Picard proves that resistance is not futile. I just watched that episode again recently where they rescued him from the Borg. Ah, Locutus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. But yeah, so now also uh, speaking to Christopher's point, their technology also is multidimensional. But then again, all spacecraft, it's, it, it, you know, the, the act of going faster than light by however means you do it, whether it's space fold, you know, quantum bleed, whatever, you know, whatever kind of method you have to go faster than the quote speed of light, you're going, you're, you're, you're using multidimensional technology at that point. So that's right. Yeah. Christy says my friend rides her cow. Okay, so am I right? Can that be dangerous, or is that just like a like a nasty rumor? Jen says there's a day of judgments and a day of requirel. Yeah, I, don't, I wish I knew what that meant. Anyway, the, the the point is is that the reason why I am personally looking into revelations is because it's matching the things I'm seeing. You know, the hyperdimensional construct. Again, I don't know if you'd call it a space, a place, a spaceship, you know, uh, a kingdom, whatever. It's not my place. It comes from the 16th. It's moving from the 16th down above my pay grade, you know. But I believe, I believe, this is just a believesy, just a believesy. I believe that what I'm seeing is the same thing that the duder who, who wrote, uh, uh, Revelations, Duder. That was his real title, by the way. You know, true story. Uh, he, he he was the Duder of Farquaad, and, uh, and when he drank his special drink, then he could see the future, but it was backwards. So then he had to rewrite it the other way, and then you know they put it on a gold thing, and then faxed that to John Smith. And, sorry, I'm going way too far with this. What I got to shut up? Did I kill Kristen? John, it was John. Okay. John, thank you. John wrote Revelation. Thank you. I've got to forget again. <laughs> so, like I said, I believe that what I'm seeing is the same thing that John saw, and both of us are having just as hard a time describing it. You know. So. Well, there are those that don't believe we're in the end time, and I hope we're not. But if we are, then there is a remnant that will remember the past and the truth and will lead the way. The thing is, is even if Revelations is coming true completely, are we really in the end times? I mean, even in Revelations, it says, ah, don't worry, we're going to get a thousand years of peace. This isn't really the end. Revelations isn't an end time prophecy. It's a transition time prophecy. Oh, I'm not afraid of it. For, you know, for some of us that have spent our life trying to walk the path, it's payday. But it's just, 
it's sad to see changes and sad to know that people won't change their mind, won't accept the possibility that something is greater than they are. I don't care what they call it, just if they could just understand that, it wouldn't be such a lonely world. Well, one thing that Revelations did not account for is the Great Awakening, which is one of the reasons why some of the light workers say we're not we're not we're not seeing you know the, the I don't know I, I I maybe I'm stupid, but I have more faith in people than that. I mean I'm looking at what's going on in the socio political world. I'm seeing all secrets being revealed. I'm seeing a great blue flame burning the Pentagon in Washington oh, D.C. and yeah. You know, it's just oh, darn. the truth coming out in Washington. Right. right. You know, people are being exposed. You know, the false actors, like, for example, you know, Ilhan Omar. I've been saying for years that if you watch, watch her behavior, watch what she's doing. She's practicing Takiya. She's here to destroy the United States from inside. And mm -hmm. look what she's saying right now. You know, it, it's 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 all there. They're being exposed, you know, like, for what example, did she say recently? Oh, I'm not. That's getting too much into politics. If you care, look it up. Uh, anger. Anyway. She's not, she's not my favorite. Um, I will say that. But she is in my state, so that's what I was asking. And then you should really look up and check out her behavior. <laughs> and then look up the well, practice I of Tekia. She's signaling to other... She's actually using the signals and everything. So... <clears throat> Um, Jen says, Cassidy, PM me and I'll email this to you. Uh, uh, there's a day of judgments and a day of requital. According. Oh, okay. gotcha. No. Anyway, like I said, I'm, I'm not that that gets into too much politics. Like, if you if one cares enough about these things, look up Takia and then look up what Ilhan Omar is doing. You'll see. <clears throat> Another reason I don't want to go into and go too much into, into detail on it is I could be wrong and I don't want to tarnish the reputation of a woman who, you know, is correct when I'm wrong. That's why I'm saying, everybody, this is what I'm looking at. This is what I'm thinking. And if you care enough, check it out, too. Let me see what you think. You know, I'm not saying she is saying this is what I think. This is mm -hmm. this is what I'm using. But it's not just this. It's not just this current situation. And I was about to move on to another example. Um, for example, for those of us, those of you who've heard about uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, you know, um, it's out. What he was doing on Epstein Island, it's out. The things once done in secret shall be shouted from the rooftops. Now, that's a funny piece of trivia there. You know how they how the the news the news used to travel? They had criers on rooftops to shout it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Town criers with bells and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now every dirty little scandal is starting to come out and go on the news. Isn't that kind of what Paul might have seen? And, and the only way he could describe it is the, the criers, the criers. I don't know if we're seeing revelations. What I do know is that what I do know is that we are very much at war and we are winning. Checkmate in one move. 
been a while since I said that. Had to make sure I knew where we were again. <laughs> Didn't want to find out we moved backwards. <laughs> How are we doing on time? Uh, we are almost exactly up. 15 seconds until the end of the show. Timed it perfectly, almost. Wow. So to reiterate, you know, what I do know is that, again, we are winning. You know, there are more and more allies every day from other dimensions, other planets, other walks of life. You know, even other allies, even amongst humans, more and more allies every day. People are starting to wake up. They're starting to realize they've been lied to on both sides. This is not a partisan issue, okay? Okay, people trying to realize, you know, Trump wasn't really the God Emperor, but neither was he the devil. They're starting to realize he was just a dude. Okay. Mm -hmm. Same thing with everybody else. You know, no one is the devil and no one is the, and no one is Jesus. Everybody is just people. And that's what is going to get us through this is remembering that despite all of the division, everything they're throwing at us to say us versus them, it's, it's them versus us. Oh, they're going to get you. No, they're going to get you. It's all bullshit and it's bad for you. We are all one. We don't have to wait like Optimus Prime till all are one. We are one today. We just got to remember. Play us out, Chris. I said Kristen, but my voice cricked out. It, 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 it cut out the last part. It's okay. All will be well. All will be well in all manner of things will be well. For in this life, there is a love that will never let us go. That's all for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you on the next show. Remember that you are amazing. You are loved. Hope is coming. Be safe out there. Bye. Bye. That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.